Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so there were a bunch of big wins over the weekend, the biggest of which was the Bills beating Kansas City in Kansas City. Here's Josh Allen describing the victory. Here's Josh Allen describing the victory. Guys just kept their head down, uh, didn't didn't panic, didn't blink, is, is what we like to say in our locker room. Uh, trusted the game plan, um, trusted situational football, you know, and, and got a W tonight. That's, that's That was our only goal to come in here and... Um, if it's if it's by one, it's by a hundred. Um, it's it's another win, and um, it's what we're trying to do each and every week. It would have been a big thing if it was by a hundred. You guys agree, right? If they the one by a hundred, I think we, I think sports radio would have been taken over by Bills Mafia, no no question. Um, but I thought how they won last night was actually the most important part of it. Stick with me for a second here. It's Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Um, Josh Allen obviously leapt a defender. He made some big plays. He threw it, the, the, what became the game-winning touchdown pass. And it had like a minute and seven to go. And all of us collectively said, too much time. Too much time. It's one thing to beat the Chiefs. It's another thing to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. It's completely the other thing altogether to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead when Pat Mahomes has the ball two timeouts down a touchdown with a chance to come back and either tie or beat you. And that's what the Bills did. And they picked him off. It wasn't like there was a controversial call or non-call. It wasn't like there was a fumble. It wasn't like there was anybody else to blame. This is simply Pat Mahomes reading the coverage, throwing underneath, and not seeing that the Bills knew what was coming and timed out the route and broke on it early and intercepted him. Here's Pat Mahomes on that missed opportunity. Every time I get the ball, no matter what the situation is, I expect to find a way to win. Um, that's what this whole offense, this team expects. Um, and so uh, you get the ball with a minute left and two timeouts. I mean, you, you're, you're trying to find ways to get chunk plays. And if I can just barely maybe hit McColl on that first one and get that chunk play, then it might be different. So uh, you always, I always expect to win until the, you, there's literally no time. Um, so anytime you lose, uh, it definitely hurts. When you lose a game, especially at home, it's never a good feeling. That's a great football team. I thought we played some good football. We just made too many mistakes at the end of the day. And when you play, when you make mistakes against another great football team, uh, you lose football games. And so uh, it'll be good to learn from. But at, right now, I mean, it stinks for sure. I, I think it was way bigger for the Bills than it was for Kansas City. Because the Kansas City has been through some of these games. And the Bills have been in playoff games. But to go into Arrowhead where you lost last year, okay, um, to go into Arrowhead where, we, where you lost last year, and then to have a lead, a seven-point lead with a minute and change to go in, two timeouts, and not let Mahomes get anything going, I think that was huge. I think they sacked Mahomes on the play before he threw the interception. So the whole thing was, it wasn't like Mahomes was wheeling, dealing down the field, then he missed a guy and threw a pick. They were under duress. They got pressure on him, and um, he misread it. And he he misread it, and he threw he he stared down a wide he stared, stared down a crossing crossing route wide receiver, and they jumped the route. That, that's the way I saw it. But I, I thought the Bills you can win a game a million different ways, and there are plenty of teams that you know half the teams that won yesterday. And they all should feel good about it. You find a way to win a game, who cares? In the NFL, you get 17. You just Every time you win one, you should celebrate. But that one spoke to me to being different. You know, it just felt like it was different. And, and it, it shouldn't because the Bills, we had been told by everybody, hey, that's the best team in the NFL to start the year anyway. But you need a little, you need a little bit of success, especially at this point in time of the year. And I think you need a little bit of success going against you know, going against the Chiefs, the team that beat you last year. So that, that was a massive, massive win for Buffalo. You cannot undersell how important that win was for a team with a young quarterback who you, you just sometimes you just need something to believe in. Need to believe in. What do you think, Jace, too? Did, how much of that game do you think carries over for the rest of the year and in the playoffs? Yeah, I think the takeaway for me was that uh, you those two teams play each other ten times, no matter where they're playing. I think they're each going to win five. I think they're the two that are the class of the NFL right now, and they know each other well. And I think they're going to meet again before the uh, Super Bowl at some point. 
Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that the Bills needed that a little bit more to kind of exercise the demon of, uh, of last last year's playoff loss. Um, I was I was entertained in the second half. I thought that first half was a dog. I'm like, I I was thinking to myself in the first half. I'm like. I, I thought this one game was going to be the one game that wasn't going to be underwhelming like most of the NFL has been this year. And the first half, I'm like, even these two teams are are, are getting into the uh, the you know the quandary that seems to be um, what the NFL this year uh, kind of unwatchable. And then the second half, they played uh, the way we expected. So I was happy to see that. Ramos, what do you think? Um, yeah, the first half I thought was a defensive battle because obviously I think Buffalo's defense is really, really good. Von Miller has made them exceptional. And um, Kansas City's defense has gotten better. I thought it was going to stay a very low-scoring game. And then the second half, I think the defense has started to get a little tired, and that's when the offense exploded. So, um, yeah, it was a really good game. Josh Allen is is great. That That loss to Miami was definitely a trap game for him. Otherwise than that, the guy is just a baller, man. I mean, he is unbelievable. And he's got so many wide receivers to throw to with Davis and Stefan Diggs and, and just Isaiah McKenna. I mean, just he's got a really good team, and uh, I would definitely have them continue to be the favorite to get to the Super Bowl. Byer, how big a win do you think that was? Honestly, I don't think it was that big. Um, but the reason being is Buffalo won there last year in the regular season. And we saw what happened in the playoffs. Um, I think it helps to get the stop on the final drive um, so it doesn't happen again. And if it would happen the next time you play them and you say, oh, boy, here we go again, I think getting that last stop um, was was important. But an overall victory, it was something that they did a year ago. And we saw how it then played out in the playoffs. I, I think it helps them. Now you kind of know where you have to go for home field. So you don't have to go to Arrowhead again. Maybe you're not throwing away a game um, because the Chiefs are are winning. To have the tiebreaker, I think that's maybe more important. But psychologically, I don't think any demons were really exercised with the uh, with the win yesterday. Hmm. Interesting. Don't think any demons were exercised. I think some were. I agree with you that it's regular season. It's different, but it, it's. It, it's got to be impossible to sit up and look at that scoreboard and there's a minute to go and go like everybody says you leave Mahomes too much time and they proved that they didn't that they could make a play so I'm, I'm going to half agree with you and, and, and which would contradict my own thoughts from earlier because you make some really good points but I would also say that I, I, I do think it's a little different when it's still Mahomes and I, I've yeah. also Ramos made a good point with, with uh, Von Miller. Von Miller had a sack, and then yep. he kind of pressured him on that last throw, made him, maybe made him get rid of it a little quicker than he wanted. Yeah. No Tyree Kill for Kansas City to go to. It's just different, right? Yes. It's a different feel and a different, different deal. The Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to Keeneland this November 4th and 5th, and your score is calling. Watch and wager on four, 14 World Championship races with full international fields and even bigger payouts on morebreederscup.com slash 2022 Place your bets now at TVG.com. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, we're live at the at the Tyrac.com studios. Um, interesting that teams that were kind of left for dead, right? The Steelers, the Patriots, the Seahawks all had big wins yesterday. What do I think it means? I'll tell you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, um, I noticed something this past weekend. I, I Look, I, I understand that in the NFL, these are players league, quarterback leagues, whatever. Okay, but I, I want to give you three teams, and you tell me what they all have in common. You ready for it? Okay. The New England Patriots, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Seattle Seahawks. Okay, all won this past weekend. They all have, I think, two things in common. Byer, you want to take a swing at what two things they have in common? I'm going to say veteran coaches. Yeah. That would be one. Yeah. Uh, veteran head coaches. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to phrase it. Uh, yeah. I, I, part I, of a I, champion sort of thing. Like, uh, oh, okay. Like that, that's what I was trying to like. Championship you know, culture kind of yeah, thing? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. What do you got there, Jay Stu? What do they have in common? They're, aren't they on the defensive side of the ball, or at least their training was coming up? All, all those guys? Um, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, yeah. 
That would be number like that would be like the number seven. That would be like number seven. But but uh, two out of a hundred people would have said that. And what you're saying, what you're saying, isn't like Belichick defensive side of the ball. Tomlin was the defensive back in in his own right, and then uh, who's the other one? Uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, he's more defensive guy. Um, Yeah, that's that. That's fine. Show me defensive coaches. (laughs) Yes. Right. It's, it's definitely there, but it's it's definitely, yeah. Um, Ramos, you want to take a shot at it? Maybe they have uh, capable backup quarterbacks. I thought maybe because all these guys are back. I know Gino probably, didn't he start the season? Good answer. Me? Good answer, John. Yeah. Good answer. I don't know good if it's answer. a good answer. It's something I could think of. I think it actually is. It's actually the answer that I was looking for. All right. Show me good backup quarterbacks. Good backup quarterbacks. Yes. Ding. Ding. Um, okay, so here's the th- here's what they have. Here's what they have. They have. I don't know if they have capable backup quarterbacks, but they all have some form of backup ish quarterback going. Right, Trubisky is a backup ish, and they had Kenny Pickett to start the game, and he's a first round pick, but he's a rookie. Right, N- nobody that knocks your socks off. Nobody was scared of Geno Smith before the year began, and no one knew who Blake Zappi was until the last two weeks. Correct? correct. And yet here they are. They all had big wins this weekend. And my argument would be, and it's it's one that's like, look, do I think that Pete Carroll is the perfect coach? No. Do I think he makes mistakes? Yes. But is he an outstanding football coach? Yes. Bill Belichick? Yes. Mike Tomlin? Yes. And they do things differently, and they have different approaches or whatever, but those are coaching wins. You win those games with backup quarterbacks against teams that are more established, that are better, better at quarterback on paper. That those are coaching wins. Hey, Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin, they can all coach a little bit. There's a reason that together, collectively, they have over 50 years of head coaching experience, even at the places where they are now. How do those guys survive that long? That's how. You give them any sort, any sort of competitive, um, uh, competitive game, and they're anywhere in the proximity of their opponent. I'm betting on those their teams to win because they've done it forever and they know how to get guys to do what they want. So Dan was right. You have consistency from head coaches that are very experienced and very successfully experienced. And then from, from Ramos, look, they all have kind of backup quarterbacks and they're still able to win games. How is that? I think that's coaching. I think that's coaching. Um, John Ramos says you had a question. So we talk a lot about, you know, how teams built their offense around the quarterbacks, right? You get a quarterback, you draft a quarterback or whatever, and they build it around that. Would you say then that these teams, the teams are built around the coaching? Like these coaches, these quarterbacks that they have are built around what Tomlin does best, what Bill Belichick does best, what Pete Carroll does best. And that's why they're succeeding. They're not, they don't have a quarterback that does something drastically different that they have to change now their offense to please the quarterback. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think they're built around the quarterback. I think, you know, you have one team that is rebuilding in Seattle. And yeah, Pittsburgh, who they're kind of in a should we rebuild phase, but feels like they're a little rebuilding. And the Patriots have been rebuilt and are struggling, some with injuries and some with kind of uh, figuring it out. So, um, 
I, I don't know. I I don't think that's exactly what I was looking at, Ramos. But I because because I think the way in which these teams are built, like who are the best rosters in the NFL? If you said Chargers along with Bills and Chiefs and a couple others, all those rosters were built when they either had a rookie, a quarterback under rookie control, or somebody making nothing. Right. That, that's really kind of what it comes down to. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Don't forget about truck pulls, right? WrestleMania and truck pulls. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live cooking on the Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Chad Brown's our guest. Of course, you can hear him on Compass Media covering college and NFL games. I know you did the SC-Utah game this past weekend, and Utah won. Uh, but what do you think, SC, your, your first time seeing Lincoln Riley in person uh, against a team the likes of Utah? They are a very talented football team, no doubt about that. Caleb Williams is a magician in the pocket. His ability to buy time in that game on Saturday night and throw and keep his eyes down the field uh, were quite impressive. They've got such depth at the wide receiver position. Uh, Guy, the tailback, is running far better than I saw him run when he was at Oregon. Uh, so they've got some weapons. But defensively, they're, they're a little weak against the run, which then sets up some of the play action that Utah had success with. Uh, they're tied in for Utah. Kincaid had 16 receptions for over 200 yards, and most of those were off of play action. So they have to sell out to defend the run, Therefore, they expose themselves in play action. So that's probably the weakest part of their team is their run defense. If they are ahead, that defense is good enough. They've got enough uh, horses up front. They can pin their ears back and get to your quarterback. But if it's a close game like Utah was able to keep it the entire game long, that defense can get exposed. And as many weapons as they have offensively, it becomes a shootout for them and their opponent. Um, all right, I want to get to the, to the game tonight. What do you think is wrong with Russell Wilson? Uh, you know, there's a lot been made of the shoulder injury. He flew out to L.A. to get a, a PRP shot into that shoulder after uh, Thursday night's game against the Colts, uh, what, 11 days ago. Um, but it's more than just a shoulder injury because Russell Wilson is staring down receivers. Russell Wilson has bad timing, bad accuracy, bad footwork. There just seems to be a discomfort in this offense. Uh, he and Coach Hackett haven't yet to really kind of come together as far as, I think, what style of offense they want to run. The offense's lack of production speaks to that. And some of the issues that cropped up, say, in week one against the Seahawks, where they were 0 for 4 in the red zone, well, you did that again in week five against the Colts. You were 0 for 4 in the red zone again almost over a month later. So the lack of progress is probably what's most concerning for Bronco fans is, hey, Coach Hackett, was, we were told he was an offensive genius. And you bring in Russell Wilson, we're thinking we got a Hall of Fame quarterback who's going to take us to the Super Bowl, and this is an offense that can barely score touchdowns at this point. So tonight's game for me is much less about a must-win kind of situation and more about a must-improve. Just score touchdowns with an S, um, and then I think you would begin to show some progress where you've been over the first five weeks of the season. Can you fix it at this point in the season? Can it be fixed? Uh, there's no switch that's going to be flipped where suddenly they're going to be a 28-point-a-game offense. I think it's going to be incremental improvement. Uh, so, yeah, can it be fixed this year? Yes. In time, 
to actually be a team with some serious playoff contention. Uh, the next two weeks are going to be telling. I think when the schedule came out and everyone saw the Jets on the Broncos' schedule, they automatically chalked that up to a win. But considering where the Broncos are and where the Jets are, not only is tonight's game in question, but next week's game against the Jets is also in question. Yeah, uh, Chad Brown joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I totally get it. And, and as you know from being in those NFL locker rooms, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, to get pe- get players to buy in once over the first couple of weeks, it looked like you weren't good at your job. Like Nathaniel Hackett's appeared to not be good at his job. Well, what about the Chargers? What do you think is missing there? You know, uh, Brandon Staley continues to have curious coaching decisions. Um, and, you know, I have found in life, not just in sports, but in life, if you find something that's off with somebody, that thread tends to run throughout their entire life. It's not just in one small segment. Brandon Staley is not just making curious decisions on fourth down. I think he's making curious decisions at all points in his, uh, you know, being the head coach for the L.A. Chargers. And so when guys like Keenan Allen are tweeting live about their coach and his odd, you know, use of fourth downs and going for it, not going for it and all that, um, you know, there is some doubt in that locker room. And a locker room is always going to be best when there's complete buy-in. There's always going to be those bottom five or six guys on the roster who have complaints about playing time and coach doesn't like me and coach doesn't use me right. But once you open yourself up for criticism, like Brandon Staley and Nathaniel Hackett, the voices of those five guys get louder, and they start dragging guys down with them. They start grabbing guys down with them, and that bottom part of your roster starts kind of creating a narrative in the locker room about we can't trust coach, he's not good enough, he can't lead us the right way. So both those guys, Staley and Hackett, are in jeopardy of those bottom five guys dragging more players down with them and making that kind of conversation louder in the locker room. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Chad Brown, three-time Pro Bowler, NFL and college football analyst for Compass Media. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, let's, uh, let, let's go around the league a little bit. There's some other stuff going on that I'm, I'm intrigued at your opinion of. Um, Josh Allen, it's one thing to win. It's a whole other thing the next time you're in Kansas City after how they lost last time around to come back and get a win. What, how important was that win for Buffalo last night for you? It was huge. And more than just you know, the, the playoff implications of you know, who hosts the playoffs at home. Uh, the Josh Allen legend you know, continues to grow to hurdle over defenders, to make the throws that he threw. Uh, against some of the coverage that he threw them against. Some of those uh, coverages were the correct coverage for the Chiefs. And the defensive backs played them well, but the connection with him and his receivers, the unspoken connection to go to a back shoulder when the obvious throw is to the inside, but you, you recognize the cornerbacks getting depth, those kind of nuanced throws were super impressive. So the Bills made a statement more than just getting the win, more than just you know having the – the advantage, you know, the tiebreaker scenario for the playoffs, whatever the case may be. But the way they won the game and the Chiefs rolled out some of their best calls and their best football, and they were still able to make plays despite of that. Yeah, no, was, I, I said the same thing about uh, about 20 minutes ago, and the guys laughed at me. You guys all laughed at me, and see, Chad Brown says I was, I was actually right. Uh, Ravens lose another close one. This one, Lamar had a bad fumble, had a bad pick. What are your thoughts on the Ravens? Oh, man. You know, it was the first couple of weeks of the season, it was Lamar Jackson, pay the man. And now we're back into that situation where we're like, oh, man, we're still not sure if they should pay him. 
uh, you know, the, the losses, the three losses the Ravens have, Lamar Jackson had a major role in all of those. So uh, there is some concern about some of the decision-making in, in ball security. I, I think you've got to be honest there. Um, I, I'm still not 100% sold on, on the Ravens. I thought early in the season they were going to be the kind of team that would just kind of steamroll their way through the schedule. But some of these old issues that have cropped up uh, from the playoffs of the Ravens' past are now part of the regular season story for them. Um, you know, i, I got to see Lamar Jackson – just be more consistent with the football and just be every player who's ever played the game at some point has sat in a room with a coach watching tape and the coach says, what are you trying to do here? And that player says, Oh coach, I was just trying to make a play. And the answer that Bill Belichick always gives is how about you make the right play? How about you do that? And so for Lamar Jackson to say, you know, I was just trying to make a play, trying to throw the ball downfield. No, you can't do that in that situation as a quarterback of a football team. You've got to ensure that you are making the right play. And far too often I see him trying to make a play, not trying to make the right play. I, I agree with you. And, and like, look, for the record, the Ravens want to pay him. It's just how much and how long do you want to pay him guaranteed money for? And, you know, I, I mean, again, I said this start the year. Like, it's great. The numbers he's put up are great. But he still is making some of the same mistakes. And my biggest thing is five, he wants five years guaranteed like Deshaun Watson. It's a bad deal. And he's going to get hurt the way he plays, how much he runs. So I just don't. And now they lost on the right tackle. I just don't know what that, what that thing looks like. They'll give him money. I just don't know for how much and, and for how long. Chad Brown, our guest, three-time, uh, three-time Pro Bowler. Um, is it fair to say that the Seahawks – the Steelers and the Patriots, all big wins yesterday, all with backup-ish sort of quarterbacks. Obviously, Gino's been the starter all year long, but he's, he's been a backup the, the second half of his career here. Th- that's why those coaches have lasted as long as they last. They're really, really good. If you can get them close, they can put you over the top. Is that fair with Tomlin, Belichick, and, uh, and, and Carroll yesterday? Absolutely. Uh, you're talking about three of the most respected coaches in the league. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. Uh, Pete Carroll, his ability to get a collective belief on his teams that no matter what's happening, we will find a way to win. Even though this year they've got three losses, only the 49er loss was a big one. They lost by, to the Falcons by four points. They lost to seven points to the Saints in the 39-32 game. So they were certainly competitive in all those games uh, outside that 49ers game. So that collective belief that I saw when I was a coaching internship uh, intern with the Seahawks, uh, that positive attitude that Pete Carroll brings, it, play, it pays dividends. Let's not forget Bill Belichick went 11-5 with Matt Castle under center. So uh, this playing without Tom Brady uh, is not new for him. He'll find a way to get it done, um, and he'll find a way to, to maximize whatever player is under center for him. All three of those coaches, uh, I think, to your point, showed why they are considered some of the top coaches in the league, why they make you know close to $10 bucks a year, because they can get by with – not set stellar play at quarterback, and manufacture game plans and call the game in a way that gives them best chance for success. Was it a mistake for Brady to come back? Oh, man. You know, with all that swirling around him with his personal life, um, obviously the photos of him at Mr. Kraft's wedding, uh, that doesn't play very well, particularly after you lose a football game, and you're seen yelling at your offensive line. Uh, I think Tom's having some of those doubts. No one's more competitive than Tom. I, I know Tom from my time with the Patriots. Uh, no one loves football more than Tom. 
Um, but he uh, he is certainly in, in an odd place this season. I don't think he's ever found himself in where people are doubting his football character. Something that's never, ever, ever probably been doubted in his entire life. But his football character is being called to question, as well as his personal character, I'm sure, by his wife and her attorneys, or his soon-to-be ex-wife and, and her attorneys. It's got to be a tough place for Tom. Any more than anything, he needs some friends, and he needs a nice win put a smile back on his face. No question. Win makes every uh, – road win especially make you feel really good, but any, any sort of win. How concerned should the Packers be? Uh, I, I, I don't think they should be super concerned. It takes time to recraft an offense. When you've got a guy like Devontae Adams who Aaron Rodgers had such a connection with and was really the, almost the number one primary target for most of the passing game the last couple of seasons, it takes time to bring that uh, offense into a, a, a new way of thinking – and create a connection with new guys out there. So Aaron Rodgers is talented. The coaching is talented. Uh, it's hard to imagine they won't find a way to get it done. So, uh, you know, I don't want to steal a phrase from Aaron Rodgers, but uh, relax, Packer fans. <laughs> Chad Brown, Compass Media, covers the NFL, covers college, three-time pro bowler, did some coaching too. Chad, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. I always appreciate it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show.
Fox Sports Radio. Pod will drop live right at 2 o'clock. You'll check it out. It's called In the Bonus. It's part of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. For those of you asking about the third hour, we'll be ready to go. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got, my friend? I've got so much news involving the Arizona Cardinals. and we'll Good. That's start- why I gave you plenty of time. I've been pinching you for time for too long. Now I'm going to let you go go on the Cardinals. So much news for the Cardinals. So they lost to the Seahawks yesterday. And in the game, they lost guard Justin Pugh. And throughout the day, I've been reporting that Marquise Brown also lost due to a season-ending injury, according to reports. Well, now reports are saying, not so fast, my friend, when it comes to Hollywood Brown. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport saying that the foot injury that Brown suffered yesterday against the Seahawks will put him on injured reserve but he may only miss about six games and could return later on this season. Hmm. That's item number one in your a day in the life of the Arizona Cardinals. Actually, it's item two because you have Justin Pugh, then you have Hollywood Brown. Now, chapter three in this great book, the Robbie Anderson era has begun. That's because the Cardinals acquired the Panthers wide receiver in a trade earlier today for a sixth-round pick in 2024 and a seventh round pick in 2025 and they get uh, deandre hopkins back this this thursday correct well that was going to be chapter four once i yeah well i was going to make some robbie anderson jokes do you think he just like went to lax and flew to phoenix uh, after he was kicked out of yesterday's game no that was uh that was a whole other story uh yes chapter four the return of deandre hopkins he has been activated and will play thursday against the saints they cut kicker matt amendola just now they cut him Yes, as part of the uh, the moves and activating. He, he was yes. struggling so mightily. Yes. Struggling's an understatement, man. Struggling. I mean, they stuck by him for a long time. Yeah. Right? I mean, really did. So, um, but I, I, I wonder what Phoenix looks like. They they have not been particularly good. I don't know if I would blame it all on, you know, blame it all on uh, Matt Amendola. No, he's only been well, there like three weeks anyway. I know, so. I know. We could blame um, it on the rain if we wanted to. <laughs> blame it on the rain. We, we can also blame it on the stars. Buyer. Shine at night. <laughs> yes. Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Uh, <laughs> gonna blame it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, that was a good song. It was a good song. Yes. It was a good song. That actually, that's a song that uh, that I liked. The other Millie Vanilli songs, I know that they didn't sing. I don't know if I was actually fans of those songs. Yes. But uh, uh, that's it in the day uh, in the day of the Arizona Cardinals book. Good to know. Saints, uh, I mentioned, have the Cardinals coming up on Thursday. Their quarterbacks are dinged up. Not only is Jameis Winston trying to come back, but Andy Dalton now has a back injury. Both players considered limited on the practice report in advance we of Thursday's Hill, game. Yeah, right? Yes. Playing more uh, more quarterback now, listed as a tight end in fantasy leagues, but uh, not playing that position whatsoever. All right, Carson Wentz is going to miss about four to six weeks of action. He'll have surgery tomorrow to repair his fractured finger, and and he obviously played through it, struggled mightily through it. I mean, like, I I think the thing we can determine with Carson Wentz is through all these teams is he, he's a pretty tough dude, but man, is he it's it all of this change and duress and whatever mentally is holding him back he holds that football a lot 
Boy, holds a lot. Taylor Heineke expected to uh, be the starting quarterback for the Commanders in Wentz's absence. The Jack Easterby era is over in Houston. The Texans today fired the executive vice president of operations. So here's the question about Jack Easterby. Why now? Yeah. Why now? Right? Like, I get that, that he had his kind of religious thing, fanaticism, and how he was viewed around the players and other people was, was odd. Got it. But why? what... Why now? That one, something had to happen. Because otherwise, what's the point? Doug, the city of Nashville is getting a brand new stadium. We touched on this earlier, but the Titans will have a new home. Maybe as soon as 2026, an agreement today that will allow the Titans to build the new Dome Stadium right next to Nissan Stadium for $2.2 billion. There's lots of people that be like, well, why are you using public funds for it? Yeah. Because a team uses their home stadium nine, ten times a year. And if you're Nashville, you're getting all these big events. You need a dome to get the biggest of events. And this opens it up. This is great for Nashville. The city has changed a million times over and become a big-time city. And they already have two professional sports teams. A lot of people think they'll get a third, uh, be it it baseball or basketball. But now getting a dome allows them to get Final Fours, National College playoff game. You know, they'll have big college football games there before. Honestly, if I was Atlanta, I know they built their new dome. If I was Atlanta, I would be concerned. Yeah. I, I would be concerned if I was Atlanta over Nashville getting some of the stuff that we had gotten in the past. I, this is no disrespect to the city of Memphis. I've never been there. I've heard uh, I've heard good things. But you also wonder, too, like you mentioned the NBA, like if this was later, would 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 the Grizzlies have rather have moved to Nashville? Yeah, I mean, considering what now is happening to Nashville, no question. You know, that meant look, zero Memphis disrespect is, to Memphis, none whatsoever. Well, you can, I can disrespect Memphis. Okay. I like Memphis. Right. Memphis is the, the the bail bonds and pawn shop capital of the South, right? I mean, just is. Now, there's incredible passion for basketball, and there is some very very big money, obviously FedEx money, but yes, yeah. I mean, like 15 years later, it's a completely different world where. Memphis is a distant third to Vancouver and Nashville in terms of deserving ready for a team. Yet Memphis, obviously, they have their team now and a really good one. They're not giving them up. But I agree with you. Like, what, what, what has happened with Nashville as a city, they have leapfrogged not just Memphis, but just about everybody. Yeah. And I, and I would, Atlanta's much bigger, but Nashville is not far behind Atlanta in terms of stuff to do, cool place to live, kind of the um, unofficial capital of the South. Charlotte's in there. Atlanta's in Atlanta's number one. Charlotte's two. But Nashville definitely closing as third. couple of notes is the NBA season will tip off tomorrow. Lakers taking on the Warriors. Lakers forward Anthony Davis says he will not be on a minutes restriction. However, guard Dennis Schroeder going to miss the first uh, three to four weeks of the season following thumb surgery. Thumb surgery, huh? huh. Yes. All right. So that means... That uh, Russell Westbrook, one of two point guards for them to choose from. Remember, they brought him off the bench in the last preseason game. We'll see what happens moving forward. College basketball, North Carolina, the top-ranked school in the preseason AP Top 25 College Hoops Bowl. Tenth time Tar Heels have been ranked number one in the preseason. Gonzaga, number two. Houston, number three. So happy for my friend Hubert Davis. You know, I said this was like five and a half years ago. I said, hey, I think Roy Williams retires. You know, I think Hubert Davis would be the right guy to take over. People laughed at me, and I was like, all right. He took over, took him to the national championship game. So great human being, unbelievable program, 
And because of NIL and Hubert, they're able to keep most of their championship pieces intact. They'll be really, really good this year. Uh, just seeing a replay of the Sunday night game, and they flashed the graphic for Steelers-Dolphins next week, Sunday night. Uh, perfect night to take out your significant other on Sunday night, if you would like. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Doug, Game 5, ALDS, Guardians and Yankees, uh, first pitch in a little over two hours from now. Yeah. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go around the room on tonight's game. Broncos are four point dogs against against the Chargers. Forty five and a half is the over under. Buyer, what do you like? I'm going to say over. Chargers win. Broncos cover. Okay, uh, Ramos. I'll take the under and Chargers cover. Uh, what about you there, Jay Stu? Chargers cover. Period. All right, I got the Chargers. Well, I'll give you my picks next hour, but uh, leaning towards Chargers and the under. Check out the In the Bonus pod. This is Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.